1: Welcome to The World in 10, the Times of London's unique insight into the world in just 10 minutes with Cara Bentley and Toby Gillis. And both of us are upright.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we are. And um, so is Joe Biden, thanks to a team of people ensuring that he is details on the way.
1: If only that sort of security was offered to the people of North Korea we wouldn't have the latest harrowing tale from beyond the walls of the world's most secretive state.
3: Yeah, indeed as well as doctors declaring living people dead and 70 year olds proving they can be influencers with the best of them.
1: Now, high-profile politicians obviously have a lot of staff to manage their image. Have they got a reusable coffee cup? Do they look put together but not too ostentatious? Yeah,
3: well, um, President Biden's White House aides are, um, how can I put this, falling over themselves (laughs) over a not-so-secret project seen as critical to his hopes of re-election. That project, Cara... Ensure he doesn't fall over. Crucial. Shall we list the tactics? Let's. Okay, so this is the extent of the work the president has done, isn't it, in order to... will stay upright.
1: Yes, he's been working with a physio for two years to improve his balance. He's now entering Air Force One at a lower door and
3: that means that there are fewer stairs to get up there.
1: And his people obviously value him staying standing more than they do his sartorial elegance. You've probably (laughs) noticed that Mr Biden's gone full teenager wearing (laughs) trainers with his suit. Yeah,
3: so could a simple trip hand the keys of the White House Back to Donald Trump or whoever the Republican candidate is. We spoke to The Times-Washington reporter Hugh Tomlinson.
2: Well, certainly some Democrats fear so and some of his White House aides do as well. I mean, this, uh, this report comes amid a string of pretty dismal opinion polls for Biden showing that around three quarters of American voters are concerned that he's too old to serve a second term. And off the back of, a string of re- another string of recent gaffes uh, that have really highlighted his, his advancing years, he would be 82 when he was sworn in for a second term in office if he's re-elected next year, and 86 by the time he finished a second term. So, so many many in and around the White House are concerned that a, sort of, that a trip or fall could wreck his campaign for re-election next year.
1: We also asked you if there was any precedent for this level of concern.
2: Those Democrats in the White House who sort of recall will sort of remember Bob Dole, the Republican candidate for president who was running against Bill Clinton in 1996. Dole was more than 20 years older than Clinton and already struggling to overcome doubts about his age when he fell off the stage at a rally and footage of that fall and, uh, and his grimace as he was helped to his feet by aides was broadcast nationwide. Certainly did his chances against Clinton no, no help at all. Cara reports
3: Biden's campaign music will be Elton John's I'm Still Standing... <laughs> They're thought to be wide of the mark. You're mean. (laughs) But uh, avoiding banana skins isn't actually his only problem. What do you do with your second biting dog in two years? This is two-year-old Commander, who has apparently bitten a secret service agent this week. And a Freedom of Information request in the States has actually revealed it's the 11th time that he's done it.
1: That's bad, isn't it? One of those times actually resulted in an officer having to go to hospital, but Commander only arrived to replace another of the president's other dogs, Major, (laughs) who also bit several White House staff and was dispatched to the family home in Delaware.
3: Maybe just stop having dogs and... Although, alternatively, Biden could just threaten voters with a visit by commander. Maybe they'll all feel compelled to vote for him, even if he's not standing up. Now, everybody is fascinated by North Korea. Why wouldn't we be? It's the most secretive country in the world. But maybe there's just a hint today that the people there are starting to wonder if there's a better life for them outside, possibly even enough for them to try to defect.
1: It's one possible reason for a sudden increase in North Korean bodies being washed up on South Korean beaches. Now, it's worth saying at this stage that the numbers seem small, so we're not calling it a trend just yet. But since May, six bodies, some of which are children, have been found by the riverbanks and shores across from North Korea.
3: Yeah, it's pretty unusual for defectors to go in that direction. It's a far more treacherous journey than heading north to China, but since the pandemic, that route has been basically increasingly well-policed by the military, which is another possible reason for the increase down south.
1: Now, the South Korean government has asked Kim Jong-un to take the bodies back, saying the most recent victim had clothing, documents and a badge that suggested he was North Korean, and there's been no response from them yet.
3: Yeah, the desperation of these attempted defectors is possibly most laid bare when you hear of, I guess, rudimentary flotation aids they're using. One man was found tied to a piece of polystyrene, presumably in the hope that it would prevent him from drowning.
1: It is impossibly sad, um, but why now? Richard Lloyd Parry is The Times' Asia editor. He told us people have always wanted to escape, but he's had a stab at why they may be on the increase now.
0: Times are more or less hard over the years. Uh, and in the last few years, that they've been probably harder than normal. The pandemic has had its effect. The North Korea has shut its own borders, which means that imports from China of of food and other you know daily goods have been restricted. You know the economy is not doing as well as it was in in parts of the country. People are, are hard up as they've always been, but you know it, it would be an exaggeration to say that. It's in desperate straits. I mean, things were far worse in the 1990s when there was a severe famine that killed perhaps as many as a few million people. So, you know, things are are not great there, but life goes on and information is restricted to the extent that people don't really know what they're missing out on, what they could be having and what they were being deprived of.
1: As always, if you like what you hear on this podcast, you can read more with a digital subscription at thetimes.co.uk, including the quite ludicrous Isambard Wilkinson story from Spain about the mortician who spotted one of the bodies she was dealing with was actually still breathing. Yeah,
3: it's a truly astonishing story. This was a 90-year-old who was then sent back to the hospital from whence she came. Her family had already been informed she died in their absence but then was still able to get to the hospital to see her again before she passed, and I quote from the piece here, definitively this time, a few hours later.
1: Head to the World section to find out why the hospital doesn't think that's unusual.
3: Whoever said a septuagenarian can't be an influencer need only take inspiration, Cara, from this next one. Granted, though, this specific 70-something-year-old is the King of England.
1: Yes, I'm not sure I'd have expected his influence spreading to the wine-drinking community. Of all wine-drinking communities, (laughs) the French, though. Yeah, it has.
3: And it saved one infant vintner's whole business. Imagine you're three years into making wine in France. You used to be a social worker... And it's not difficult to assume that's a tough transition, especially in such a crowded market.
1: Well, that is the story of Noemi Tano, who told The Times she was struggling to pay her bills until King Charles was shown on TV tasting her Chateau Saint-Ferdinand wine.
3: Lovely accent. Rarely, though, has anything lasting just a few seconds been as satisfying as this, I'm sure. But Tano says that one clip has helped her almost sell out of the 3000 bottles she's made this year. Although, Cora, there is one order missing, isn't there?
1: Yes, no royal seal of approval just yet. Not even a single bottle has actually been bought by Buckingham Palace. Oh, a
3: shame. But it seems the Times is full of pieces documenting how publicity can help you shift your wares today. With the news that a new Super Shoe, which helped one athlete destroy the women's marathon record at the weekend, has now sold out after going on sale to the British public in just a few hours.
1: Yes, on Monday you'll have heard about Teakst Asifa not only becoming the first woman under 2 hours 13 but also going under 2 hours 12 Ooh. when she completed the Berlin Marathon wearing Adidas's new Adizero Adios Pro Evo 1 shoes.
3: I absolutely love it that they've called them Adios kind of like see you later you definitely won't keep up with me now um but the question we've all asked today is if you're the amateur runner spending 400 quid on these shoes what's the
1: point well, the Times' chief sports correspondent, Matt Lawton, says there are actual benefits, both for pros and, thankfully, for amateurs.
0: I'm quite sure that my back issues are related to the fact that when I was 16, 17 years old, I was doing 400 metre repetitions on a on a hard synthetic track in things with just millimetres of thickness of sole. You know, they are wonderful things, but you have to just recognise now that the sport has changed and the times that were set by Coe, and Cram were set in a very different era to the era we're seeing now.
3: Right, time for us to say adios. But unlike if we wore those shoes, you will catch us again tomorrow for another edition of The World in 10.
1: See you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,